Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the prayer call this morning. Will your heart and soul say yes? I believe that God is calling us and looking to us for a fresh yes. Not just part of us. He doesn't want just part anymore. He doesn't want fragmented assimilation of obedience. Anything that assimilates is not real. It looks like it, but it's not real. God is calling us all to a higher order of obedience to him, and it starts with a fresh yes. There's more that God is requiring of each of us. We can all step in closer. None of us are immune. I believe that God is calling us all to say yes together this morning. Can we say yes, Lord? Yes, God, I'll do your will without question, without hesitation, without reluctancy. Father, I say yes with my heart, my soul, my spirit, so that what you want to be fulfilled in this this earth can be done effectively by your power Good morning, everyone, again. Good morning, New Destiny family. Thank you for responding to the call and saying yes to our Father in obedience. Thank you for standing in obedience to get on the call this morning to stand in agreement with us in prayer. God honors faithfulness because he is a faithful God. He is our faithful God. Hallelujah. Please let me allow an introduction of our team this morning. The power of God is so strong. I, I, I just bless his holy name. I am Charlene Tuckerson, your facilitator this morning. Our bishop and pastor, the angels of our house at New Destiny Church. Our bishop Carl. Smith, C. Carl Smith, and Pastor Adrian Smith. We want to say good morning, Bishop and Pastor Adrian. We want to say good morning to Minister Rodney, who will be presenting our devotion this morning. Good morning, Minister Rodney. How are you doing today? Good morning, and my soul says yes, yes, hallelujah. This is a blessing to be with you this morning. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you for a fresh yes. Thank you. Our prayer request this morning will be brought by Sister Margaret Johnson. Good morning, Sister Margaret. How are you today? Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing well. I agree. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, this morning. Yes. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Now let's press our hearts towards heaven in prayer so that we can begin. Father, we honor you with the fruit of our lips. We give thanks. You are so wonderful, God. Your matchless love surrounds us and covers us with your goodness. You cover us, Father, with your mercy. You cover us with your grace, your favor, your kindness, God, your richness, God. You cover us, God, with your glory, and we say thank you. 
thank you for your sweet Holy Spirit who leads and guides us. Allow your children, Father, to speak with the power of your anointing this morning. Give us, Father, our daily bread. Father, nourish us with the nutrients of your holy word. Nourish us, Father, with yourself, God. Awaken every sleeping giant this morning. Massage and incubate the hearts of your people, Father, to resurrect your word inside of us, to bring life, God, to our lips of clay today, to bring healing, to bring deliverance, to set captives free, to break the power of the enemy over your people, God. Yes. Father, make us whole again to say yes. Uncover our ears. And Father, silence all the spiritual noise that we may clearly hear what your spirit is saying to us, your church, your body, Father. And may we act as you will in obedience with a fresh yes because we are your body and we only yield to what you say by your spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Saints, let's keep our ears pressed towards heaven to hear what our Holy Spirit is speaking through the devotion to Minister Rodney. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Sister Charlene. That was a wonderful prayer. Good morning. Good morning to our bishop. Miss him dearly in the family. Pastor Adrian, we miss you. The first family, we miss you. And to everyone on this prayer call, good morning to you. Once again, I deem this an honor as well as a privilege to bring the devotion this morning. Um, Our scripture reference is found in John chapter 5, verse 30, and and it just reads, I can of myself, this is Jesus speaking, do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. This morning's subject is, Our effectiveness and power is the result from what we hear from the Father. Our effectiveness and power is the result from what we hear from the Father. Um, To help me illustrate this devotion, I kind of have to give you a little history. Uh, The Apostle John opens up in the fifth chapter and records what he witnesses at the pool called Bethesda. And most of you uh, who uh, are familiar with this miracle know that there was a man who laid at the pool for 38 years, long years, waiting to be healed. But there are three things that happen throughout Chapter 5, in particular verses 1 through 30, that came to my attention that's going to help me expound on this devotion, on this morning's devotion. Number one, he did not recognize who Jesus was. 
not only did he not recognize talking about the man uh, who who was uh, had an ailment of 38 years, not only did he not recognize who Jesus was, but secondly, he initially did not even receive what Jesus said. And not only didn't he recognize, not only did he receive, didn't receive, but the man did not respond correctly to what Jesus had said to him. Watch this. Jesus asked him, did he want to be made whole? And his response, because he didn't recognize and, and he didn't receive who Jesus was, he responded by saying, sir, I have no one to place me in the pool. But yet Jesus healed him and told him to take up his bed and walk. And then later on that day, Jesus runs into a group of people who were upset with him because he healed this man on the Sabbath. And they may have consisted of Jewish religious leaders, Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes. But watch this. They were people who were very religious. They probably could quote scripture. They, they, probably, they knew all the traditions of men. They, they knew how to talk the part and walk the part and dress the part. But they were religious people, but they had no relationship with Christ. I declare that when we come out of this pandemic, that we won't be religious at all, but we will have such a strong relationship with Christ. And so Jesus, from literally from verses 17 through verses 30, literally tried to explain to these Jewish leaders that I only speak what my Father has taught me. I only hear uh, the things that he has shown me and said to me. I judge and, and I decide things not on my own, but what my father has requested for me. And I have no other purpose but to carry out the will of the father. And they too, like that man who Jesus healed, didn't recognize who Jesus was, didn't receive what Jesus was saying, and did not respond correctly. And this is where I want to dig deeper into this devotion. Because as believers, we must, number one, watch this, recognize the Father's voice. You have to recognize when the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to you. John 18 and 37 says, everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. We cannot afford to be like young Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 3 where God was speaking and calling his name. But because he didn't recognize his voice, he thought it was Eli calling him. But once he learned the difference, he knew the value and the importance of applying God's voice in his life. If we know it is the Holy Spirit speaking to us, we can listen to him and be instructed. However, it bothers me to say this, but too many of us can't tell the difference between God's voice and our carnal thoughts, we must be able to tell the difference between our own imagination and the various ways God communicates with us. And in order to do this, we must sometimes get rid of distractions. Um, I, I lose my phone in the house all the time, and, of course, it's on vibrate. So what I would do is I would have my wife call my phone so I can find out where I misplaced it. Well, one time I couldn't hear my phone because the TV was on and the dryer was on. It wasn't until I turned the TV and the dryer off 
that it went and it was completely silent and there was no distraction that I could hear the phone vibrating underneath my covers. Watch this. So it is with God. It's not that God is not speaking. The question is, are you still and is it quiet enough around you for you to hear his small, still voice vibrating off the center of your heart? When we hear God's voice clearly and without any interruptions, we allow God's wisdom to flow in our hearts and lead us to the right directions, and we will follow his voice. Secondly, not only must you recognize the Father's voice, but watch this. You have to receive what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you in your heart. You must be able to receive and clearly understand when God is speaking to you. As believers, it is imperative that we are, that we are, uh, are positive uh, that we have heard God's voice and not the voice of the enemy because there are many voices out there trying to get your attention. Make sure you discard any unfamiliar voices and focus on God's voice that w who will direct the path that you need to take. And I must say this. Some people always seem to have a word to share with you or with us uh, about us and what we're doing. And many times uh, they haven't heard it from God. So be careful who you allow to speak over and into your life. It is very important that you have a clear discernment, especially during the season that we're in. John 8 and 47 says, he who is of God hears God's words. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. There are some people and some individuals who try to speak in your life who are not of God. And too many Christians claim to have the Holy Spirit but cannot distinguish God's voice. But all oh, the blessings that are in store for you when you distinguish God's voice. Look what the Word of God says in Luke 11 and 28. More than that, blessed are those who hear the Word of God and keep it. Exodus 23 and 22 says, but if you listen carefully to my voice and do everything I say, I will be an enemy to your enemies and a foe to your foes. And Isaiah 1 and 19 says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. And I declare this morning that everyone under the sound of my voice and who will listen to this later will be willing and obedient that they may eat the best of the land. Not only must you uh, recognize the Father's voice, not only must you receive what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, but watch this, you must respond correctly to his voice. You must, you must become sensitive to the voice of God so that we can recognize his voice quickly and respond accordingly. Unless we are, uh, are prepared to act upon what we hear, we will never know the benefits of God's voice in our life. John 10 and 27 says, My sheep <laughs> hear my voice. Yes, Lord. And I know them. And guess what? They follow me. Responding is just an act of obedience. So in other words, if the Spirit of the Lord tells you to repent, repent, people of God. If the Spirit of the Lord tells you to restore, 
restore. If the Spirit of the Lord tells you to forgive, people of God, forgive. If the Spirit of the Lord tells you to remain faithful, remain faithful. If the Spirit of the Lord tells you to read and study his word, read and study the word of God. If the Spirit of the Lord tells you to sow, then sow. I tell you, if the Spirit of the Lord tells you to pray, then pray. I remember, I remember uh, one day I was walking home, and a man, I passed a man, and he said, he said, Brother, uh, will you do me a favor and, and pray for me and, and, and tonight? And I said, yeah, sure. And, and, and I kept walking, but the Spirit of the Lord caught my attention so strong. And I don't pray tonight. Pray for the man right now. And I ran back to that man, and I began to pray for him right on the street. And I just know that we must be able to understand that God loves when we respond to him. It is an act of obedience. But I'm a witness. When you respond with no hesitation, guess what? God shows up and shows out with no hesitation. And he will release supernatural blessings over your life, over your family's life, and those who are, whose lives are connected to you. Hallelujah. Just by responding to him. In conclusion, listen. If you want to be effective in the kingdom, and if you want to have power, and, and, and then you must hear the voice of Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit. Make sure you communicate with God regularly so that you will be able to be familiar to how he communicates with you. Trust me, what you hear will be clear, it will be concise, and will be consistent to the will that God has for your life. You must distinguish his voice from your thoughts and other voices that try to distract us, distract you from taking you off course. You must be able to recognize who is speaking to you. You must be able to receive what the Spirit is telling you. And finally, you must respond accordingly. And when you do this, I guarantee you that you will be effective in the kingdom. You will have power and you will have positive results if you list, just listen to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you. Let us pray. Father, I honor you, and I bless you, and I adore you, and I thank you, and I give you honor, and I give you glory, and I give you praise. I lift up, we lift up your name. Your name is so great. Your name is so powerful. And so, Father, we just want to thank you for this devotion this morning, Father. And I pray, Lord, that we recognize you and we receive what you are saying to us and that you, we will respond correctly. Father, I come against any plot, any plan, any scheme, any distraction that the enemy, enemy may attempt to devour us uh, from being familiar with your voice. And, Father, I pray that everyone on this line this morning understands that we belong to you, and you are our shepherd and the sheep uh, of our pastors, and we will listen to your voice, and we will hear your voice. And it's in Jesus' name, the mighty name 
the marvelous name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord, Minister Rodney. That was awesome. Our effectiveness and power is the result of what we hear from the Father. Wow. Are we treating God like a cell phone? Are we turning our spiritual ringers on and off? We turn God off when we don't feel like hearing him or when we don't feel like praying or when we don't feel like listening. Do we turn the ringer back on when we feel like being bothered, when we feel like conversating? Wow. Are your spiritual ears on silence? Have we treated God like a cell phone? Are we communicating with him on a regular basis to recognize his voice? to respond to his Holy Spirit. That was awesome. That was awesome, Minister Rodney. Thank you. Thank you. Sister Margaret, please lead us into prayer. Saints, let's keep our spiritual ringers on to hear what our Father is saying today. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, we have two prayer requests this morning, Sister Charlene. Um, one is from Rhonda Smith asking us to pray for a friend that asked her to pray. Um, his job is ending in October and is moving to Colorado. Um, he has been blessed from being homeless for three years, and so he's applying for a job at Pepsi and asking for God to bless him with this job, um, and he's thanking God in advance. So, Heavenly Father, we come this morning in the name of Jesus, and we lift up this uh, young man to you, Lord God. We're um, praying, Lord God, for um, his uh, job, Lord God. We know, Lord God, that you value him. Your word says that just as you take care of the birds of the air, is he not much more valuable than the birds of the air, Father? So, Lord God, we come and we agree with him today, Lord God, as he's asking you to open the door for him that no man can close, Lord God for this job that he's applying for at Pepsi. We pray that you would put the words in his mouth, Lord God, as he interviews, oh God. Cause your spirit to rise up in him, Lord God, that he stand out, Lord God, that he looks exceptional to the interviewer, Lord God, so that he is able to get this position, Father. Your word says you know the plans that you have for him, and they're plans for good and not for evil, plans for a future and a hope, plans for an expected end, Father. So we pray for him today, Lord God, that your plans and your purpose for his life prevail in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for it, Lord. The second prayer request we have is from uh, Roseanne Harding, Harding, and she's praying, asking us to pray for Gordon and Kathy, for God to take away their fear and their anxiety regarding COVID-19, um, to free them from all bondage and that there is a postponed parole hearing that's happening on the 20th of this month, so within a couple of days, and we're to um, asking us to pray for God to be in their lives, to heal their hearts, uh, and for them, to, the young lady, to uh, get parole. So, Father, we come lifting up Gordon and Kathy before you this morning, Lord God, um, who apparently has been in prison since 1983, sent to jail with up to 44 years to life. We plead the blood of Jesus over them this morning, Lord God. Your word says in Psalms 23 and 4, even though we walk through the valley, the darkest valley, 
we will not fear any evil, for you are with us. Your word says, Lord God, that then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brought them out of their distresses. Isaiah 41, Father, you said, for I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. So, Lord, we lift up Kathy and Gordon before you, Lord God. We don't know all of their circumstances, Father, but you do, Father. So we come in agreement with heaven for their lives this morning, Lord God, that no weapon formed against them will prosper, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for their total and complete salvation this morning, Lord God, that you would save them, Lord God, that you would deliver them from the hands of the evil one, Lord God. Your word says, Lord God, that you fight for them, Lord God. You are Jehovah Gabor. You fight for them, Lord God. So we ask you to fight for Kathy. Fight for Gordon this morning, Lord God. Fight against the things that fight against them and war against the things that war against them today, oh God. Heal their hearts this morning, oh God. Let the balm of your love heal every wound, every broken area, oh God. Make them whole, oh God. We declare the shalom of God over Kathy and Gordon in the name of Jesus, Father. And Father God, as Kathy comes up for parole, oh God, we ask you to be the, uh, the, the lawyer in the courtroom, oh God, her advocate, oh God, speaking on her behalf today, Lord God, that she would be, Lord God, released and released back into a life, Lord God, of serving, serving you, Father. Change her life, oh God. Change her heart. Change her mind, oh God. Cause her, God, Lord God, her life to be such a light unto you, Lord God that she would lead many to you. Father, we thank you, Lord God, as we've lifted up these prayer requests before you this morning, Father. We believe we prayed according to your will, and your word says that when we pray according to your will, we know you hear us. And when we know you hear us, we know we have the requests that we've asked of you. So we give you thanks, we give you praise, and we give you honor this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Sister Margaret. We we want to honor the angel of our house, Bishop Smith. Bishop, do you have anything for us this morning? Well, we thank the Lord for the prayers that Sister Margaret just prayed, and we set ourselves in agreement with those prayers this morning. But Minister Rodney did such an excellent job, and he gave us instruction. And you can't just run past that. If if you can, I think there's a way you can play back this prayer call. And you need to play back the prayer call and pay attention to what he said. He gave some instructions on clearly how to hear the voice of God. Jesus said his, his effectiveness in ministry was based on his ability to hear his father. He said, I hear, then I judge, and my judgment is just. He used the analogy of losing the phone, losing the phone. He said in order to find that phone, he had to turn off some things. And so it's clear that you're going to have to turn off some things. 
got to turn off the distractions in the world. Sometimes you got to turn off people, you know, and all those things so that you can begin to listen with your inner ear. Hear what I'm saying? You got to listen with your inner ear for the voice of God because you got to understand everything in the kingdom and spiritually is by faith. So, number one, the Bible says, you have not because you ask not. You got to ask God to hear his voice. Then you're going to have to apply your faith to the ability to hear. You got to get in a quiet place. You got to turn off distractions and various things that would come and you know, the mind, the enemy, you know, because there, 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 there's a lot of voices out there, a lot of people talking. But keep three keys. There's your voice, the Lord's voice, and the enemy's voice. And you yeah. got to begin to discern the difference between the three. Yeah. Okay? It is so important. But when you train yourself to do this, because you can do it. You can do it. You know, and I think this is a major challenge with Christianity. A lot of people don't know the voice of God. I do a whole, I did a whole series on it. I think, um, I think it, man, it had to be back in 2007. Um, but um, it's, um, it's very important that you begin to train yourself to be sensitive enough to hear the voice of God. He used the young prophet Samuel. He was not even a prophet yet. He was a child in Eli's house, but he heard the voice of God. He didn't know. He thought, he, he thought, he thought it was his man of God. So God sounds like his man of God to him. And he ran down to his room, but man of God said, I wouldn't call him, but he was sensitive enough to know this kid is hearing God. And when Samuel understood who he was listening to or who he was hearing, excuse me, it was major because God revealed to Samuel a plan of the devastation of a dynasty in a day. Wow. You got to understand something. These these folks were supposed to be Christians. This wasn't worldly people. These folks were supposed to be Christians. This is Samuel the prophet who every word he prophesied, not one of the words fell to the ground unfulfilled. This man was anointed to anoint kings. This is the guy who anointed David, king of Israel. This is the guy who dealt with Saul. You understand who this guy is. This is a major guy when we understand our, our history when it comes to the gospel. But Samuel failed to discipline his own children. And see, that's, I, I, I put that in the category of poor leadership, when pastors fail to discipline their leaders. He had two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, and they were doing all kind of stuff in the church that wasn't good. And God prophesied the devastation of a dynasty in a day. All three of them, his sons and himself, died in one day. That was what God came to tell Samuel. And Samuel had to tell 
he, he, he had to tell him because he asked, what did God say to you? And he was very hesitant about telling him because he had to reveal to him, you about to die. See, so this stuff is very serious. We want to hear God, and we can hear God where we are. We need to hear God in this season. We need to hear God. I need to hear God. When are we supposed to reopen church? Because you, you, this is a different season. It's major, and you just don't want to step out in, in, in your emotions and your feelings and all this kind of stuff or because somebody else heard from God. Somebody else's assignment is not my assignment. Somebody else's members are not my. Our members, our heart, Pastor Adrian and I, our heart and concern is for your welfare. So when we move, whenever that's going to be, you best believe I heard from God. That's all I have to say. God bless you. We love you all. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. As always, we ask that you please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them to www.newdestiny.online. We love to pray. We love to stand in the gap because that's what we call to do, to pray without ceasing, to pray ye one for another that we may be healed. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Rodney, Sister Margaret, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. Please invite others to join in with us on the call any day of the week to stand together. Father, we give you thanks for this day. Thank you for granting every petition that we've lifted up to you by the power of your word. Father, according to your word in James 1 and 22, may we be doers of your word and not hearers only. May your people hear and know your voice, Father. Give us a keenness to hear you, Father. May we hear the frequencies of heaven like never before. Father, bless every person on this call. In the mighty name of Jesus, we seal our prayers that have been prayed by your spirit with the precious blood of Jesus and with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Sister Kathy, will you please open the lines for the saints to worship together? 